0: John chapter 11, verse 24. John chapter 11, verse 24. Martha said to him, speaking to Jesus, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this spirit of the living God? I thank you for everything that you're doing, everything that you continue to do. Father, I thank you for the cross, the old Testament. We look forward to it. Father, new Testament. We look back at the finished work of Jesus Christ. It is finished. Father, I thank you for the ability to walk in the finished work of Jesus Christ. My sins no longer have power over me. My intellect is opened by the presence of the Holy Spirit, according to Acts chapter 2. Father, you have diffused me from fingertip to fingertip. You give me the ability to communicate your word. I only have the message that you have given me. Therefore, empower me to communicate that which you have downloaded in me for this particular service. Throughout the service, through the streamers and those who are gathered together in this place, God, do not allow them to leave this place the same. Transform them. Let the people of God who are listening to the word of God hear what the spirit of God is saying to the church. And therefore raise us up to where we're never down and under the feet of men ever again. In the name of Jesus, our king, we pray. Somebody shout in the atmosphere. Amen. 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 Go ahead and take your seats in the presence of the Lord. The title of my message is I am the resurrection. I am the resurrection. I am the resurrection. We've been using the terminology I am because it's very important. You'd be surprised at how many times Jesus began to tell them that he was I am. But Jesus is somebody that you see as a character in the Bible and not necessarily a person who lives within So I want to walk you through some things before I dialogue too much because I want you to have some clarity. Uh, Thank God for you being here, Apostle Point and your lovely wife being with us. (laughs) Text me yesterday, said I want to come. I don't want a front seat. I want to sit where I want to sit. I said you can sit where you want to sit. You are an apostle. (laughs) So thank you for coming. And Apostle Acklin is back with us. He's been traveling some, so he's back with us this morning as well. So I want to walk you through some things because so many people read our Bible from the outside. I read my Bible from the inside. So what we do and we have the tendency to be ridiculed by people who always see the Bible as an exterior empowerment instead of an interior empowerment. So when people begin to read the Bible, they can never see themselves in the Bible. Jesus never intended for you to read about him. He intended for you to be him. Do you understand what I'm saying? He never intended for you to read about him. He intended for you to be him. So as you look behind me on the walls, you will see that we're embodying Jesus Christ until he is seen in the way that we love, live, and lead. Now, some of you have the tendency to not believe that he can live in you because so many uneducated people try to judge you for your way of operating when he's living in you. As long as you're like them, they're fine, but when he lives in you, it changes everything. So we're so limited in our understanding of the word and studying the word of God. So when we study the word of God, we think Jesus was this God that was tolerating everything. Jesus didn't tolerate anything. I don't know what Bible we're reading, but Jesus didn't tolerate anything. If Jesus showed up and we were in here selling turtle doves and all that kind of stuff and misusing and taking taking advantage of people, Jesus would come up in here and start flipping over the keyboard, the drums and all that kind of stuff because Jesus doesn't tolerate things like that in the church. So if we have created a tolerance for foolishness in the church, we are nothing like Christ. We're only reading about him, but we are not anything like him. Now, that doesn't mean that we're going to drive off those who are like the Mary Magdalene's who were caught in the midst of adultery that came and need Jesus to write in the sand and erase all the mess that she had just come out of. You see the character of Jesus loving them, but do also see a condition where there's a bunch of religious people that was always around, but never got anything. And they were always criticizing the power that they didn't have. So when you start reading your Bible, you won't get dismayed when the religious people start attacking you. They're attacking you because they're jealous of you. They've been praying all these years, still ain't got nothing. You just start praying yesterday and heaven opened. Anytime you start really connecting with Christ and start getting results, you're gonna make some people mad. Be okay with it. They've been mad for a long time. They have generational anger. Mama was mad. Grandmama was mad. Great-grandmama was mad. Everybody's mad. Is there anybody happy in your household? So you're going to have a tendency to to deal with that. So Jesus is having this conversation with Martha and and Mary, and they have had a really good relationship. Jesus is excited uh, about the relationship that they have, but his friend Lazarus died. And when his friend Lazarus dies, he's questioning now, I've been y'all's friend. I've been hanging out at y'all's house and y'all still don't know I'm the resurrection. Are you telling me we can't get results because four days has passed? See, religious people are those who don't really engage in a relationship, don't know the potential of the person they should have had relationship with. So let's just read just a little bit more, y'all. Okay, let's go to John chapter 10. We're just going to read it. You know, the person you're sitting next to, uh, you, you know, they don't know who you are. The person you're sitting next to have no clue of who you are. Because they have not taken the time to evaluate who you are. They're just under their assumptions because you wear your hair a certain way. Or you sound a certain way. Or you have a certain swag when you walk. They're under the assumptions they they know you. Only third graders try to judge adults from a playroom. John chapter 10. John chapter 10, verse 17. John chapter 10, verse 17. I'm reading from the New King James Version Bible. Verse 17 reads this way. Therefore, my father loved me because I laid down my life that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it up again or take it again. This commandment I received from my father. That's absolutely powerful because you think your neighbors are in control. You think your job's in control. I realized when I read this, deacons are not in control. (laughs) Trustee board are not in control. And mad men who can't be a good husband to their wives are not in control. Excuse me. Let's read on. Let's go to chapter 12. John chapter 12. John chapter 12. John chapter 12, verse 23. John chapter 12, verse 23. This is going to be my final verse that I'm going to read. Then I'm going to walk you through a few other things. I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just trying to be funny. I'm glad I'm not Chris Rock though. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why Chris didn't have some security on each side of the platform. I bet he's got some now. <laughs> John chapter 12, verse 23. But Jesus answered them, saying, the hour has come that the Son of Man shall be glorified. That hour has come. Verse 24. Most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. Now, let's go back to this resurrection thing. So we heard Jesus said, I am the resurrection. And if he's saying, I am the resurrection, what is resurrection? Because he's saying, this is what I am. This is what I am. He told them, this is what I am. He was saying to them, I am the answer for the dead thing that you're dealing with. He said, I am the answer for the dead thing. Now, I don't have to come and have a personal conversation with you to know that you're dealing with a dead thing. I know every one of y'all under the sound of my voice, whether present or streaming, you're dealing with a dead thing. Now, I want to walk you through. Resurrection is the event in which something dead comes back to life. Resurrection is the event in which something dead comes back to life. I'm going to read it again. Resurrection. Is the event in which something dead comes back to life. This pandemic killed the church. How did it kill it? It ran all of y'all out. Whether we wanted to come or not come in or not, we couldn't. Because we had a minimum at, of 10 at one time. So what we had to do, we had to let the praise and worship. We had to let them sing. Myself and Lady David stood in the hallway. When they were done, they went into a hallway. We came out to do our part. When we were done, we went back into the hallway. They came and closed out the service. So the pandemic, it killed It killed the church. It killed the way we do church. It It killed, it killed all the philosophy we had about church. So you're thinking you have come back into what you left. And that's not the truth. So if this is your first time back on this resurrection, Easter, bunnies, and all that kind of stuff. If this is your first time back, you have not come back into what you left. I'll take it a step further that it didn't just kill the church. It killed the leader of the church. So I'm not the man I was prior to the pandemic that I am right now. You know, there is no way to go through that kind of trauma and still be the same person. If you're the same person, that means you're still dead. Okay. Uh, the Latin meaning of resurrection is to, is rising again. The Latin word for resurrection is rising again. Rising again. Anytime it says again, you were once in possibly a a status or a position that you thought was successful. I I'm gonna be I'm gonna be clear with you guys, you know. This, we were doing this, look like this. We were doing this like in two services. So I was under the impression that this was success. Until it died. (laughs) Something always has to die before God gives an upgrade. I'm going to walk you through it. I'm going to walk you through it. Whatever you're still doing CPR on that needs to die, save your breath. You know, some of y'all, let me just talk for a minute. Some of you guys don't like trouble. And the reason you don't like trouble is because you don't know where trouble can take you. You Yeah, Miss B said... You know, they're under attack. And, Miss B, that's normal. But I'm like, when have I not been under attack? (laughs) When, when, When has there been a time where there wasn't something reaching for my attention? I don't know of those days when there are no problems. Every day I wake up, there's some type of problem to solve. But what I've done is I realized I can flip that thing. Instead of allowing it to bring me into misery, I allow it to maneuver to kill me so that he can resurrect me. How many of y'all still hanging on? I got to leave. I'm hanging on by the string. Oh, Lord, give me one more breath. No, no, no. Go ahead and stop it. Because if resurrection's in you, you can't wait to get to your next phase. Okay. Let me tell you, let me tell you what's holding you up. You. You trying to live that even if this the situation you created, it was created to kill you. I'm not talking about a physical death. It was created to cause you to let go of all you were trying to do. So that he can do what he wants to do. So you can't, you can't rise again unless you were once up and then you come down and then you come back up again. So if you have not been willing to dip, you can't go any higher. This is all the church you're going to know. This is all the revelation you're going to have. This is all the money you're going to have. This is all the peace you're going to have. But if you find yourself in a place of dipping right now, I promise you, when you come back under this resurrection power, there's going to be something about you that wasn't about you prior to it. Now, number one, number one, I'm preaching up in here and I'm having fun while I'm doing (laughs) all my haters are in seatbelts and strapped down. I'm having fun up in here. Listen to this. Number one, do not postpone your comeback. Do not postpone your comeback. This is what religion says to you. We got to wait, we got to wait. You don't need to do that now. No, you're the one, you're the one, okay? You got the one living on the inside of you. Do not postpone your comeback. Do not postpone your commitment. Do not postpone in your giving. Do not postpone in having peace about the thing you know once was authentic and it's still authentic but it's in another dimension. You don't want to pause not on this one and not this time. This is not your, your annual Easter, like what you think. Because this Easter, this resurrection has some pain coming behind it that the other Easter's and resurrections didn't have connected to it. Now, many of the afflictions of the righteous, but I would deliver them out of them all. Look around and say some stuff had to happen. It was good that I was afflicted. <laughs> so, so you telling me the stuff that was happening was working for me. It was good that I was betrayed. It was good that I was walked on. It was good that I was talked about. It was good that I was criticized. It was good they walked away from me because I didn't know who needed to walk with me. See, sometimes the people who walk away from you have been holding up the place for the people who are supposed to walk with you. So let them walk away from you so the people will have room who are called to walk with you. There are certain anointings that are supposed to walk with you now that was not present prior to the pandemic. So never be afraid of your structure changing because the structure change will give you more RPMs to get the job done. Don't postpone your comeback. Number two, it is not the power of others that took you down so they can't <laughs> keep you from coming up. See, you thought it was the power of your enemies. That's why you're, I don't know why they treat me like that. It wasn't them. Your only reason you went down is you let go. If you had not let go, they couldn't have done any more to you. They tormented you but they couldn't take you down. It had to be you that says, "Okay, I'm going to back off. Okay, I'm going to I'm I'm just, just going to chill for a minute. I'm going to chill. Sometimes if you for for me if I don't chill, you're going to have to get your hair done tomorrow if I don't chill. If I don't chill, I may say something and it sets some things in motion because I know my words are powerful because I'm an apostle in my own right. So I have to digress some before I say something. You said, well, you may have already said something. No, I didn't say what I should have said. So I'm just going to back off. I'm going to back off. I'm going to back off because it it kills me to not make that stand like I want to, but I'm going to back off. There's some stuff. Anybody been to a place where you wanted to say something and the Holy Ghost on the inside of you said just... Hold on, wait a minute. It was killing you to be quiet. You had to bite your tongue. But you know what? It was worth biting your tongue because when you open up your mouth in this next dimension, and God is just telling you, just hold your peace out, fight your battle. There, there's a, y'all sit down. There, there's this, this rumor because, you know, I'm in, a, I'm in a different phase of life now. Not just because I'm old, I'm just in a different phase of life right now. And uh, I heard this rumor that said, well, we know that Apostle has changed because he hasn't said anything about that. Cause, so they see what I didn't say anything about. It's, it's because I'm in another time. You know what I'm saying? I'm in another zone. Ed, I'm in another zone. So it's not that I don't see it, I just know that the power in me is already over it. Some some things don't know they've already failed. Some some stuff that's fighting you don't know it's defeated. So because because you backed off, because God said to you. Uh, hold your peace, I'll fight your battle. they thought you were scared. <laughs> now it's not that you were scared that you, God just didn't need you to get out of control because some of y'all don't know how to stop going in once you go in. So God just said, come on let, let's back off just a little bit. let's back up be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. They thought you turned your back and ran. Oh, it was all you can do. oh, God, God, you got to help me. You got to help. <laughs> so so it seemed like it was killing you. Because see, that's not the norm for you. You used to just snap on them and tell them how I was. But you've been around me and you're starting to reel it in just a little bit. You realize you're the one and you don't have to fight all that foolishness. Let the foolishness fight itself. See, I'm learning, I'm learning where I'm hanging out now. The people I'm hanging out with now. I'm, 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 learning, I'm learning some things you don't need to respond to. See, when you respond to it, you give it fuel. They they want they want you to say something. They want you to respond. And then they're gonna look at them. They they, they go out there to Refresh Family Church, and now look at look at how they're acting. Not not, not this time. You're dying. You're dying. You're dying. You're dying. See, because you got to come back in you, so you don't have to say anything in this season. If you're not praising, don't even talk about it. Number three, number three, number three. All my gangsters needed to hear that. You know, no, no matter how and what you have around you, you always got some gangsters up in there somewhere. <laughs> Yo, some of y'all said gangsters. Well, what Jesus had a gangster. His name was Peter. And see, I had to, I had to, I had to quiet, I had to quiet my gangsters down. Say it's okay. If I don't, I'm gonna have to put ears back on people, and I don't want to do that. I don't have time for that. So I'm calming my gangsters down, and it, it's killing them. They don't know where I come from. I came from, I've been through three cities in one day. (laughs) They know the sorority signs and and all that kind of stuff, but they don't know them gang signs that some of them are going up. That was just a gang sign you threw up. But, but, but we have that. We have that. So we have to teach them, especially in this moment, God is, God is pulling you down so he can take you up. Calming you down so your blood pressure doesn't go up. You need your help for this next thing that God's going to do in your life. No, number three, number three. Those who sought to cancel your existence have repositioned you for expansion. I'm going to read that again. Those who sought to cancel your existence have repositioned you for expansion. Sometimes we need some help from our enemies to position us for expansion. There's a lot of things I'm doing now. I never would have done those things if I didn't have some people who wanted to cancel out my existence. Yeah, we'd rather do church without you. Let Lady Davis lead. I ain't going nowhere. Want to be accountable, Lady Davis? She she, she pets all the kids, ain't that right, Amber? <laughs> but when when I walk up in the camp, it just shifts something. so people have the tendency to want not want you to exist. Every real man, there's something that don't want you to exist. The only reason you're being welcomed is because you ain't a real man. <laughs> That's why it's taken me so long to build the men's ministry, because I'm looking for some that not selected by a group. Okay. All right. Let's let's move on. Let's move on. Stay stay with me. Those who sought to cancel your existence, they just wanted to get you out of the picture. They, They just wanted to remove you. They just they just wanted to remove you. You, you're an irritation to some environments. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to do anything. You're just an irritation to some environments. So they want to just erase you. It'd be great if, if we didn't even know who you are, your name, know anything. We just want to erase you. Because nothing would be challenged if you were Erased. So anytime you see somebody with an eraser in their hands and they're coming close to you, you need to ask them, what are you carrying that for? An eraser is a phone where they kill your credibility to a text or an email or putting something on social media. Okay. That was, that was free for all the people who are going somewhere. Well, what does this have to do with resurrection? It has everything to do with er- uh, resurrection because they were trying to erase Jesus. It's hard to erase what has come back on the inside of it. Number four, your comeback is greater because your form changed while you were down. Unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abideth alone. So while they were trying to erase you off the map so that no one ever knew you existed ever before, trying to erase you like you never came through the church, trying to erase you like you never were on the job, trying to erase you like you never had a position, all it done was cause you to fall to the ground. And then the metamorphosis started to take place or the germination started to take place because God doesn't do special stuff in public. I said, God doesn't do special stuff in public. All of a sudden, you walk into the the, uh, the uh, phone booth as Clark Kent, but you walk out as Superman. No one ever saw him change clothes. As I, as I watch many of these superheroes that, 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 that are displayed in movies, usually they change up in secret. So, the dark place that you have experienced in your life, just like Jesus, or just like, see, this is the thing. Let's back up just a minute a bit because we talked about Lazarus. Lazarus had a sickness that killed him, but the sickness didn't come out of the grave with him. So, whatever you went into the grave that put you in the grave is not coming out of the grave with you. Whatever little attitude and twitch you had that took you to the grave is not coming out of the grave with you. Whatever little arrogance you have that put you in the grave is not coming and out of the grave with you. Uh, Do y'all still have a little time on their hands? So your comeback is greater because your form changed while you were down. Why Why couldn't my form change while I was up? But I can't see the form changing in Lazarus when he was up. I can't see the form changing with Jesus while he was up. I see the form changing when he's tucked away. That's why you never get upset when God gives you time tucked away. It's when you come out. See, you need to get excited about your comeback. Stop crying over what you're going through. Sometimes you have to get a thank you Jesus on the inside of yourself when you're going through things that don't make sense I don't know why they treat me like this. I don't know why they're trying to destroy me. Because they see your future more than you do. I don't know how long you're going to try to fit in with those murderers. They already picked up everybody else and left you standing there. They wrote everybody's name on the list and left yours out. Anytime God's going to do something major with you. Some people are going to reject you. And it's time for you to get over the spirit of rejection. Because the rejection was working for you. And not against you. So greatness is only produced. In a place of obscurity. In a place of secrecy. In a place of darkness. If the devil had known. When he was crucifying the Lord of Glory. If he had known the impact Jesus was going to have after the grave. Let me take it a step further. If the devil had known the impact you would have after that situation. After the sickness. After the divorce. After the trauma. I dare you to shout in the atmosphere. After, 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 after. see what hell doesn't realize if the after effect that's going to be major see he didn't plan well when it came to you he didn't plan well he thought it was over he started a celebration and there was a count that was going on he was counting one two three now god was counting three two one And see, those who are counting in the wrong direction, doesn't know everything's starting to move and shake right now. You want to know why your best day is yet to come? They ain't seen nothing yet. I'm telling you, they ain't seen nothing yet. They haven't seen what you're gonna produce. They haven't seen how productive you're gonna be. They haven't seen how that you're gonna attract things that they never thought you would attract. They haven't seen the power you're gonna operate in. They haven't seen how well you're gonna articulate and declare truth. They haven't seen your next executive officer. They haven't seen the house you are gonna live in. They haven't seen the car you are gonna drive. They were talking about your old car because they don't understand your new car is coming. They were talking about your shack because they didn't know you had a mansion on the way. Okay. I dare you to look around and tell them it's it's on the way, it's on the way. It's on the way, it's on the way. Everything is starting to shake now. The Bible said an earthquake happened. And oh God. Stop is shaking all around you. I know it seems different, but we're going to wake up this city. Wake up this nation. Wake. Okay. All right. Let me, let me get ready to wrap this up. I want you to do this. When you get some time this afternoon, this evening, I want you to make you a a guest list. And I I want you to send out some cards to the people you know tried to destroy you. And put thank you on there. Tell them I have a celebration coming. I don't know the date just yet, but I'm giving you a warning that when that day comes, you're invited because I don't want you to miss my resurrection day. I don't want you to miss the day I get up. I don't want you to miss, yeah, yeah, I know you were participating. I may go live on FaceTime, baby, just to let you know I want you to be invited. See, the the natural response for most people who know others try to hurt them is to leave them off the list, No, not, not you. You put these on the list. Make sure they have a front row seat to see that everything they said about you, it failed because what God said about you was stronger than what they said about you. Is there anybody in here that knows what God said about you is stronger than what they said about you? Man, I feel the Holy Ghost up in here. I'm so I feel like somebody getting a breakthrough in here, getting a revelation. You know, if I was one of those old saints, I'd just be rocking back and forth. Oh, Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. I believe resurrection power is moving in and throughout this auditorium. Stepping over into streaming right now. You may not be able to run, but you can rock, baby. You can rock. You can just rock, rock. <laughs> I got it quick, y'all. I want you to change... Your perspective of every negative thing that has occurred in your life for the last five years. I want you to change your perspective for every negative thing that's happened to you in the last five years. Every negative thing that happened to you in the past five years was setting you up. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> Every negative thing, whether you caused it or it was by the hand of some opposer, every negative thing that's happened to you in the last five years, because many of you would listen to me if something had not happened in between now and the last five years. But since something happened and it caused you to come and hear from me, I came to make an announcement. Your third day has come. I came to prophetically announce to you that all the hell you've been through prior to the pandemic, during the pandemic, in public, in private, has set you up for a major resurrection. After, after the grave, after the tomb of Jesus Christ, oh girl showed up early, Mary Magdalene. Oh girl, oh girl, she showed up early at the tomb. You know, men don't get jealous of the wild women. The women always showed up for resurrection early. That's just how they do. They're connected to whatever made them feel alive. So they show up early and then they go back and announce to the the, the apostles or the uh, disciples, Jesus is risen. So all your wife is doing is coming home and announcing to you so you can be in leadership. Because it wasn't Mary Magdalene that led, but she was the one that went back and gave the announcement. So if you got a wife, a daughter, a girlfriend that comes back and gives you the announcement so you can show up in power. So Mary Magdalene shows up at the end. Jesus is resurrected. She walks up to Jesus because she wants to embrace. She missed the embrace. She missed the love. She missed the touch. And she reaches out to touch him. He said, touch me not. For I have not yet ascended to the Father. There's something on you that you may have to stand back from some just for a little while. I'm not going to get into point number five. I'm going to stay right here it's not that you acting funny they're going to think you acting funny but after you come up this time they're going to have to be a little bit of distance talk to them on the phone text them send emails but they're going to have to be a little bit of distance because what God's about to do with you next if they touch you it might kill them they're not ready for the glory that's about to drop on your life They're not ready for the power of God that's about to manifest in your. I dare you to shout glory three times
1: in the atmosphere.